Welcome to On Brand and Off Topic with your hosts, Aaron Alice. Imagine meeting the love of your life and finding out that he debates Brady versus Rogers with strangers on Twitter. Jimmy Christensen. Hey, man. I look at the internet. And Todd Varney. For as not confident as I am, I'm not unconfident either. It's time to start the sh- Wait, what are we? What are we doing here? Oh my god! <laughs> What's up? What's up? <laughs> topic. Um, Todd and I were just exchanging traumatizing childhood first memories, and he decided to hit the intro button. So wait, I we think he won. He beat you for sure. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I think he did. I thought mine was pretty good. I mean, it, it, it was. It, it was. Mine yeah. was like average trauma. Like, like I will win around a normal group of human beings, but Todd, of course, yours is not. like a ha ha funny. Todd's is like a well. Let's move off this topic real quick. And he he moved. You're welcome. Topic. Yeah, right into the intro. Yeah, I knew. I knew I was gonna win that one. I didn't want to hang around and gloat, uh, <laughs> so I just went for it. That is a new way to um, maybe, start. Maybe show. we'll tell what stories we were telling at later in the show, at least mine. Because, like you said, mine's haha. It was traumatizing as a child, but not anymore. Mine wasn't as fucked up until a, a few years ago. <laughs> then, it, then it really got fucked up. I wanted to ask a follow up just to be an asshole, but I'm not going to. Um, mine involved a certain vehicle. Jimmy, Don't could you keep going because Todd's going to say another smart ass guy. No, I just wanted to hear you say wagon again. Wagon. Wagon. God. Can I get a spelling on that, James? <laughs> oh, yeah, I got you. W E I A G O N. A gun. Wegan. I'm not saying vegan. I'm saying wagon. Wagon. Another option W A Y G O N. I'd make sure I spell Let's jump on a wagon and move the fuck off of this. <laughs> This is your fault, Todd. You started us off on such a <laughs> shitty intro. That I feel like I'm on a wagon into the operating room right now <laughs> without any anesthesia. Oh, you'll this get it. Don't you um, Welcome to On Brand and Off Topics, if you're still here. <laughs> Forgot we didn't do that part. <laughs> we were all in shock. Uh, I am one of your hosts, Aaron Alice, with me, Jimmy Christensen, Todd Varney, it's good to see you guys. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Yeah. Same to yeah. you. Because um, we didn't. Well, and Merry Christmas. We didn't. We didn't. We, we haven't yeah, seen each other in Jimmy. a couple weeks. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. Yesterday Surprise. also on me. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a reason we're recording <laughs> on a Tuesday night instead of a Monday night. Um, just, which it's probably good because of some stuff that happened yesterday. But um, yeah, I missed you guys um up until todd told that story and started the show and i wanted to run but i won't <laughs> yeah i felt the the start up to the show was great talking about new girl talking about you on a, a wagon a lot of great a uh, lot of great energy pre-show yeah, yeah. and someone just had a fucking it was too it good it was too good to be quite honest i had yeah. to bring us down a peg yeah <laughs> just wanted to add a little bit of depression and then we just <laughs> It's a little trauma. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's uh, wagon started. ride into where do we start? <laughs> uh-huh. Nailed it. Nailed it. Thank you. Perfect. Um, 
we're going to talk about the serious thing first. Um, I'm sure all of you have heard about Damar Hamlin for the Bills, the safety um, in last night's game against the Bengals. Um, took a really tough hit and, um, well, uh, went to the hospital. Uh, reports of eight minutes of CPR and um, he was intubated last night and he remains at the hospital. Um, the most recent update that I saw was he's no longer on hundred percent oxygen. It's about 50% oxygen. So that means that he's breathing a little bit on his own, which is really promising, but um, really scary because he's still, he's, he's unconscious. They've basically put him to sleep for um, temporarily, um, which I've read from doctors, you know, that have kind of been following it says that that's pretty normal after cardiac arrest. Cause the bills did say that he went through cardiac arrest, but it's pretty normal to do that for 24 to 48 hours after an event like that. Um, just to make sure everything kind of levels out. Um, so nothing is abnormal, but he was down on the ground for quite a while. Um, and who knows if there's any kind of damage from that, but really, really scary situation in Cincinnati last night. Yeah, it was, it was scary just sitting at home watching it, like mm -hmm. not not invested in, you know, either team. You, I don't know the players like you don't have a personal connection to any of it. But just watching it happen was like it, it just it felt bad uh, the whole way through. <clears throat> so I thought somehow, I mean, aside from ESPN running hours of commercials back to back to back, which. I'm not sure what else they're supposed to do in that situation. Mm -hmm. uh, I feel like they handled it really well for the most mm -hmm. part. Um, kicking it back to the studio. Most of them did their thing. Um, sorry, I'm treading on you here. Uh, okay. <laughs> but it, it right. just, and, and even Twitter seemed to, for the most part, uh, mm -hmm. handle it pretty well. There was a few people out there that obviously were the norms of shit that's going to happen at this time, but uh very impressive and the last i saw his goal of what $2500 for his charity mm -hmm. was i think they they passed that by a little bit didn't they yeah 5.5 million <clears throat> yeah as of i think like a like a half hour ago yeah so just a smidge over what the goal was That's, yeah, yeah. barely minute. got there it was i don't know and i i always joke around i i get I've gotten way more sensitive uh, since I've had kids, but just the whole situation is just emotional to start. And then you see these like grown men, the toughest of the tough playing football, like crying on the sideline. Like I cried yesterday, just watching it. Cause it's like mm -hmm. Stefan Diggs and all these bill teammates just, it, that was, uh, and it was tough to watch. It's just, uh, it's heartbreaking. He's 24. has a family. I don't know. It's uh it was a tough situation and it obviously they made by they, I mean the players uh, the right call by telling the NFL to go fuck themselves about that five minute warm up to play thing. Yeah. And then, uh, but I, even now, like in, in two days from now, they're supposed to play a, a Thursday night football game. Like mm -hmm. th that's really fucking fresh. Um, it, it, it is. Well, and yeah, it's I, the NFL has said that they're not, they have not touched anything for this week coming up. Um, specifically, uh, there is not actually a Thursday night football game this week. Oh, that's um, good then. Yeah. yeah. 
Obviously, but, I know what I'm talking about. So. <laughs> but they, um, but yeah, the the NFL expecting them. Although the NFL is denying that they made a call about a five minute warm up, but ESPN reported it. Multiple other reporters have reported. The broadcasters, that, like, yeah, everybody was saying that the NFL was like, yeah, five minutes. Um, and obviously the players started warming up for a reason. Like there were a couple of people that were kind of starting to warm up until. Um, I read that Zach Taylor, the Bengals coach, was the first one to initiate, walked over or walked across the field um, and said to Sean McDermott, like, we're like, let's regroup. And they went to their separate locker rooms and talked to the NFL and the NFL officially postponed because there's there's no fucking way that you can play after that. No, no. Yeah. Even if that was like a Sunday night, let's say it was a Sunday night game, like it'd be hard for them to play Monday and right. like another team like. As even like Aaron Rodgers said on the McAfee show today, every ex NFL like it's like a it's a brotherhood, like a weird connection they all have of mm-hmm. like you see someone go down like that, um, it's tough. And then you get dumbasses like fucking. Well, let me double check this not on the agenda. Okay, Bart <laughs> Scott on uh, ESPN today saying T Higgins, and that's the thing. That's exactly what T Higgins needs right now mm-hmm. is a dumb fuck saying this is his fault. Like. All this stuff it's going on, like shit. his mental health is gonna take a fucking like yesterday he was walking out with his mom, like holding on to her walking out, and that's what he needs is a dumb fuck saying, Oh, it was an illegal hit. He threw himself in. Yeah, you're playing football, you're just doing a football move. Like this is a freak accident that happened. It's uh I don't know. It's it's tough. It's showing a lot of people are just just mm-hmm. idiots and um I don't know. Yeah, thankfully, I think the good people are outweighing the fucking losers right now. Um, but it's really, I mean, I think I tweeted yesterday, like, it's really sad that there's so many contenders for shittiest take of the year, like, already. And we're only in, two, like, a couple of days into the new year. Yeah, I I will say one of, whenever something like this happens that has, like, all of Twitter just gripped, one of my favorite things is, as you're scrolling through the timeline, when there's the people that aren't in the know of what's going on and so like last night my entire feed you know pray for pray for hamlin and then there'd be like the one that's like talking about a random basketball game that's going on and then you're You're just like like, what no like isn't the entire (laughs) world watching this right now like the three people that are just diehard nba they're like i got donovan mitchell's about to drop 70 points i gotta watch this (laughs) nba game Right. Well, or there's or there's the dudes that are like, I can't even remember what his fu- who the fuck said it. Some dude covering Boston, I think it was Boston, um, made a comment about just like some of this. He said Donovan Mitchell right now is providing for us what we desperately need—a temporary distraction from the unthinkable in Cincinnati. Sixty-nine points, eight rebounds, eleven assists. <laughs> <laughs> are you fucking kidding me? Not the time. <laughs> Uh, that's what we all needed was donovan mitchell to score 69 points i'm sure hamlin no one knew the best from that and was dancing around like a january nba game has never been that's what i was about to say anything that anyone needs (laughs) no one knows the nba is going on right now right they think it goes christmas and then they take a break till april i I thought they were on winter break (laughs) (laughs) did you see the christmas nba stats versus the christmas nfl stats blew them out of the water the best nba game was still only like a third 
of the worst NFL game. Um, but yeah, it's, I know a lot of people have talked about it and we don't need to continue to talk about it. Um, we're obviously sending our thoughts and prayers to the Hamlin family. Um, but we're going to try to create some laughter and kind of what has felt like, um, kind of a, it's been a little dark cloud around Twitter and around life, I think for everybody, because it's just showing how quickly life can, um, I don't know, can yeah, well, change it feels, or. It feels weird too. Like people just don't know, like when, when is it okay to talk about other stuff? Right. Yeah, and people like me with a guilt complex I think like don't, don't know how to figure it out. That was probably a good time to we can I mean, we can just move on. Well, we'll we'll move on to talking about the NFL. So that game was suspended, as we mentioned. Um, and the NFL said no plans to reschedule, and um that week 18 is proceeding as planned. Um so I would I'm very curious as to what they do with the Bills and the Bengals players specifically because that type of trauma, I know the NFL came out and said that they're they're giving them access to mental health resources, but six days of mental health resources may not even be enough for guys that watched their teammate have to be revived with CBR. Also, Roger minutes. Goodell probably just meant like he sent them a memo. And then right. Here, like, here's a mental health hotline they, to get they, to yeah, call. Yeah, they sent, they sent one like intern to each yeah. facility. And we're like, if you guys need anything – Go talk to Jed down in the cafeteria. He's got a little spot set up in the corner. They sent one just, pamphlet to each facility. Yeah. <laughs> you, guys a, got a, you guys got a copy machine, right? Yeah. Okay. He's a senior in college. He really wants to try this out. Let's see, let's see what he can do. He's free. So. Yeah. Everything they say just goes. No How does cap? that make you feel? That's messed up. No cap? No, he just recites that like normal. Like, so what I'm hearing you say is, and then repeat it. How did That's that make strategy. you feel? Yeah. Um, yeah, so hopefully those guys are okay. It was really upsetting seeing some of them on the sideline, very, very distraught. Um, but I think a big thing needs to be that there was no protocol in place for something like this, which is absolutely fucking insane. Given these guys are having head injuries in extreme situation like this, there should have been some sort of protocol that said immediately players go back to the locker rooms and we'll figure everything out from there. Um, having them warm up was just really kind of disturbing and almost like dystopian feeling that like, what the fuck are we doing here? Like everybody's in shock and now like there's players warming up. It just feels very like it felt really, really off. The NFL needs to figure something like that out because that was not okay. Um, it's weird that the NFL didn't have the players safety, you know, first and foremost, Right, yeah, an organization because they're well known typically for... really on top of that. Sort of about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but we'll this, move this on is to... a real fucking bummer. Just specifically for us three, hearing Todd's intro to the whole show and now going into this, it's been a real rough start to this show. I know. So I needed gonna, to knock. Gonna, us. I, I wanted to wanna... knock us down. Going, I didn't We're want all... us to come in too hot to this topic. <laughs> We're all gonna need. Um need one of roger goodell's pamphlets to get us through this <laughs> i just met with kate today i should have just rescheduled it for tomorrow if i knew what this why would you ever be. meet with her before talking to me yeah well initially you it, got was back to it, back was, days. it was scheduled after it was it was in between yeah, secondly <laughs> and then he does it tuesday morning first thing after yeah. show. i was like kate we gotta talk <laughs> we gotta prep I've been up all night. <laughs> yeah I got a rehash Tuesday. yesterday and pre pre pregame the next show. Tuesday Thursday <laughs> meetings with Kate. <laughs> um, 
but we'll we'll move on to the rest of the, the NFL because we don't want to. Um, ever a lot of things have been said over the last twenty four hours that we don't need to keep repeating them. Um, so let's talk. Let's talk NFL Week Seventeen. Forty um, Nineers Raiders. Jarrett Stidham and Brock Purdy, like we all predicted in Week Seventeen. Um, because we didn't get to talk about it, but Derek Carr was benched and is now spending some time away from the team. Well. They took the 49ers to overtime, yeah. um, who are arguably one of the best teams in the league right now. Yeah. Not arguably, they are. Um, yeah, who knew if you just like run the offense and use Devontae Adams and Darren Waller and Josh Jacobs, uh, you'll, you'll be okay. It doesn't really matter who your quarterback is. Yeah, instead of one in doubt, throw to some guy named Hollins. You throw to Adams, it makes a big difference. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It looked it they from the highlights because I was on my way home from the Packer game as that was winding down, but it was uh it looked to like you said to take the number one team, arguably a top five team in the NFL to overtime, a team that should not have going into that game even been close, mm-hmm. especially a backup quarterback, a team that's been struggling, like that's a good first start for Stidham. And doesn't doesn't look great on Derek Carr who's going to be looking for another team next year. Yeah. I mean, I think he's because my, my feelings are, I, I've said this before the season is I didn't know how Josh McDaniels was going to do with the Raiders. A lot of personalities, a lot of new stuff to deal with. And it sounds like him and Carr did not see eye to eye. Devonte Adams had a very passive aggressive post, which is very interesting. I mean, Devonte is not the kind of guy to create drama, um, but I have a feeling there's some unhappy feelings with Josh McDaniels, but winning solves a lot of problems. Um, But Josh Jacobs, they didn't pick up his fifth year option. So he's probably, he's gone. He, he's, he knows he's gone. He said it. So I have no idea what the fuck their plan is. I don't know why he's like leading the league in rushing yards. What are they doing? a mess. It just seems like they didn't know what they were doing from the start of like, because even Josh Jacobs, like you said, leading league in the NFL. And then he's playing in the hall of fame game against the Jaguars, Jaguars uh, (laughs) this season. So it's just like, clearly they didn't know what they had in the team before they fucking took it, took it on. So. Yeah. Um, A lot of speculation, maybe Tom Brady. I still vote Aaron Rodgers. Send him there. He wanted McDaniels over LaFleur. He has a connection with Adams. Let's get a couple of draft picks. I don't think that's going to happen. I know, but a man can hope. <laughs> I definitely think that um, Tom Brady is, is a candidate because he's a free agent, full free agent. Yep. Um, reuniting with Josh McDaniels, maybe. All right, moving on. Um, the Packers spanked the Vikings. You're welcome. That, that was a lot of fun. It was. Um, and we'll get to some of the reaction on social Jimmy, media. And how fun How fun was it being drunk in the stands for that game, Jimmy? Wasn't drunk, so check your tone. Um, it was very fun, though. That kickoff return, to be yeah. in that stadium on that kickoff return, yeah. was fucking incredible. Like, yeah. even my old-ass dad stood up, and I was like, oh, my God, I didn't know you could stand up that quick. Like, it was... <laughs> It was it was so much fun, um, especially too. Like I I got those before the season started, thinking like, oh, this would be a great game. 
obviously mid-year, I was like, well, this game will still be fun because it's a Packer game, but it won't mean anything. And then going into it of like, if we lose, could this possibly be Rogers' last game in Lambeau? If we win, that's fucking incredible. Like it was, uh, it was a really fun time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, the Packers have one of the best teams in the league since the their bye week. So a uh, few weeks, they haven't played a ton of major competition, but they're playing complimentary football for the first time all season. Um. Very, they're very interesting. If they can win against the Lions, they're in the playoffs, um, and might make some waves. Still, I don't have full confidence, but um, yeah, I mean, similar to Jimmy, I've had tickets to this Lions game all year, and even when I first got them, was like, okay, well, that's gonna be the last game of the year, whatever. Like, I doubt anybody will play, but hey, I'll get to see Jordan Love probably. That'll be cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then like partway through the year, I was like, I'm gonna be forced to watch jordan love <laughs> this is awful right. uh and now win and you're in like absolutely insane i don't yeah, against the division rivals sunday night football if they yeah. can't beat the lions i know the lions aren't the lions from every year but they're still the lions and if they yep. can't beat them to get into the playoffs at lambo home field advantage in the frozen tundra is officially fucking dead Mm-hmm. And we can put a roof on that place. And <laughs> it's like, that, it, that's what it is. Like right. after San Francisco last year and then the Bucks, the Bucks, I won't, because it was an empty stadium. Um, and Bakhtiari was hurt. You can only do so much. And there. they almost won that game. They didn't get spanked. Like yeah. San Francisco did after San Francisco last year. And that crowd was electric mm-hmm. um, for most of the first half. And then it, just turned into everyone's right. nightmare that we knew was coming. Uh, if they can't win this game, like it's, I have no faith in, in home field advantage. On a Sunday night in January against a team that plays in a dome. Yeah. Just win. realistically, do you think the Packers can make a run if they get into the playoffs? Shit. I said they couldn't make the playoffs. So for them just to get <laughs> at this point, I might keep doing this whole like reverse psychology and be like, I, no, they can't. Yeah, but so I, you're like, yeah, they will. Yeah. I said a few weeks ago, if they go on a run and make it in the playoffs, I think they're going to win the Super Bowl. And like right now, the offense is the biggest thing holding them back. Like that, that was probably the weakest part of their game mm-hmm. this yeah. weekend. Yep. They still would have won that game without a pick six, mm-hmm. without a kick return. And if Minnesota made the two field goals they missed, the Packers still win that game. So their offense is playing well enough mm-hmm. to, to be able to beat a good, fraudulent, but good opponent. Yeah. Uh, so and for them I, to take that momentum away, like when they block that punt and they're on the one right. yard line, like I looked at my dad, I was like, ah, oh, fuck, here we go. And then right. all of a sudden it's they, – they took that moment. Like a, holding them to a field goal is a fucking win at that point. Yeah. And like right. the crowd was like, okay, we're still in this. This is fine. I still think the offense is the biggest problem. Like you said, yeah. Like, like I, the fact that they only put up like 24 points against Miami when they had a lot of opportunities and, and it still took them a long time to get started. The problem is, which is why I am still pessimistic is they played a complete game for the first time. Um, I felt the Viking, the Vikings aren't a very good team to begin with. That's the number one issue for me is why it's Amen. not that impressive. And Great it's team. not impressive for them to beat two and knowing he was 
um, had, was concussed for most of the game and threw three awful – or two of the picks were really, really awful. The one that Devondre grabbed was an impressive pick by him, but the other were gift-wrapped, and he was concussed for the second half of the game, that he couldn't even remember the fourth quarter or something like that. Like, so that's not as impressive for the defense. The pass rush has played really well. That's been the biggest improvement. The corners, I'm still not convinced because, like I said, they have just not played any really good quarterbacks lately. Like at all. So I'm still not fully convinced, but I'm hoping they can at least make, I mean, I want them to go as far as they can, but I think I'm tapering my expectations just because like the mistakes that the offense have continued to make in the first half or like when they take a slow start, better teams are not going to give you that amount of time to fix those problems. Is Kingsley Anigbari defensive rookie of the year? No. But should he be? He he. I bet if he, he started the whole yeah. season, the so the, the whole season, if he started the whole season, maybe. But it's got to be Aiden Hutchinson, at least above him. Maybe, maybe Gardner. But I don't. I don't. I haven't heard about Gardner lately. His, I don't know if he's tapered off. But Aiden Hutchinson is still fucking killing it. Only Gardner I know is Gardner Minshew. So you shut your mouth. <laughs> How's but he I doing in early? Aiden Hutchinson. Oh, he's one and one. Nope, he's on too, but he played well the first game. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's move on. Um, but I, I do not think they can make a run, and that's probably the most pessimistic. So Jimmy um, doesn't think that they're going to make the playoffs. Aaron doesn't think they can make a run. Oh, I, wait, time and I said they're what winning the a Super Bowl. Going on? I you said, said I said in the past, yeah, motherfucker, you thought the same thing. In like week six, we did not think they were making the playoffs. When Aaron asked you if you think they can make a run, you said, shit, I didn't think they were making the playoffs, so no. <laughs> you, did, you Did you stop listening yes. after you yeah, said that? I said, but I'm going to keep doing reverse psychology and say they can't and hold on to the hope that they're going to. But that means that you don't think they're going to. No, it means I'm you not have gonna, to say You I'm have to say you think they're not going to. You ha- if using, you're going to reverse psychology. I'm using my brain. If Todd. you're going to reverse psychology this, you have to say you don't think they're going to make the playoffs. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. There it is. So Jimmy doesn't think they're going to make the playoffs. I do. Uh, Oh, so if they don't, now it's on Jimmy for reversing his reverse psychology. I don't know what I'm supposed to do because my heart's telling me one thing and you're telling me the other. Just listen to me. I've never led you astray before. Oh, my God. Anyways, moving on. Um, the Steelers beat the Ravens, which was a little interesting, um, on Sunday night. I didn't watch the game. I fell asleep. I had it on, uh, for about three plays, realized Ty Huntley's still playing quarterback for, (laughs) and I was like, yeah, this is boring. I'm out. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but I think the biggest thing is it's made, that was one of the bigger games in screwing up all of the playoffs um, because the Ravens were pretty much a lock and now they're not. Um, so the playoff like, picture with two, the they're pretty much a, a lock for like the wild card, right? They had no chance of the division. The Ravens. Yes. Yes. Okay. I was going to yeah, say, yeah. Then this, well, uh, they, well, they did because well, the Bengals were have 11 wins. So if the Bengals like lost, last night the ravens could have if they won like sunday yeah. night they could have snuck okay. up there so their position's locked sorry um the steelers are in the hunt now though um they're kind of 
not in the hunt, but they're kind of on the cusp there. If, if some, I'm sure if a lot of weird things happen, they could get in. Um, but the AFC is a little, little weird um, right now. The playoffs are the Chiefs is the number one. Bill, Bills two, Bengals three, Chargers five, Ravens six. Um, I think the biggest question mark is we don't really know what the NFL is doing regarding the Bills and the Bengals. Um, chances are both of them will probably not move positions because my guess is they're going to go by like win percentage. Um, and that I don't think would move either of them. Um, but in the fans will handle that super well. (laughs) Yeah. In the hunt is better. It's easier though for them to deal with it because it is like, are you shaking? Cause my picture's frozen or you can't hear me. (laughs) Yeah, I saw the pictures. Dude, I'm cursed because I'm not even at my own house. So, wow, maybe it's either you're cursed or your computer is shitty. (laughs) It's got to be a curse. Got to be a curse. Honestly, this is this is uh, this is a good point. Definitely my computer. Uh, Follow up to that. Um, If this would have happened, like for teams that were in the wild card race, this would have gotten way messier. Right. For the NFL. Yeah. Yeah, like if it was like the Packers Lions or something. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been um messy. But in the hunt is the Jags and the Patriots in the AFC. Um, they're both eight and eight. And right on the cusp of them is the Dolphins, the Steelers, and the Titans. So if I'm if a certain if you know the Jags and the Patriots lose, um the Dolphins, Steelers, and Titans have a chance to hop in. Um and as far as the NFC, number one, Eagles, two 49ers, three Vikings, four the fucking Buccaneers at eight and eight, because of course, mm. um, five, the Cowboys, six, the Giants um, in the hunt uh, position is the Seattle Seahawks. However, if the Packers, if the Seahawks win and the Packers win, the Packers over like hop over them because of like conference wins, because them beating yeah. Lions would give them another an extra conference win. Um, and if the Seahawks lose and the Lions win, the Lions are in. But if the Seahawks win and the Lions win, the Seahawks are in. That's what's what cracks me up is like right now, the Seahawks are in, but yeah. the Packers are the only one of the three that control their own destiny. Mm-hmm. All they have to do is win and they're in. Right. And they have the best odds of winning mm-hmm. or making the playoffs, yet they're on the outside looking in right now. Like, yeah yeah why? i mean it's it's weird it, you really would have wished that maybe they would have had like squeezed out a win against the jets the commanders the giants um when they had the chance but it's what it is um so that's that's kind of where the playoffs are right now um biggest one is titan shags for the afc i think um on I think they're playing Saturday night. That's a big, a big yeah. game. That'll be a yeah. fun one to watch. Yeah, I think it's basically whoever wins is in. Yeah, in that situation as well. That's for the division down there. So yeah, which we all knew, like going into the season, the Jags were going to be <laughs> right there at the end of it. Right. So it's pretty much theirs to lose, though, with the state the Titans are in. With yeah, Willis Tatehill. or Dobbs if, or if they win this, starting. yeah, if they win this, Doug Peterson wins Coach of the Year, right? He should. That's like the I I think like the coach of the year doesn't make sense to me to where it's like 
oh, the best team with the best, like the coach of that team gets it. But Except if you the take last a couple of years when Matt LaFleur didn't win it, that was fucked up. Yeah, that's fair. But like, you should really give it to the team that just improves the most. most. Like if it's like, or not even just that case, but in this one where the team didn't change all that much and you brought in Doug Peterson, Lawrence plays way better. The team plays way better. He should be coach of the year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's move into weird moments in U.S. history. Um, Jimmy is back. Hello. <laughs> restarted his camera so we get to look at his beautiful face in motion. I switched um, computers. Yeah. So... Did you guys know, um, well, obviously you guys know about the Cold War, right? Uh, Russia and, or the Soviet Union, sorry, and the United States were it fighting a lot, a lot of shit. Um, there was space race, sports, the Olympics, all of this really intense rivalry going on. And um, Sputnik. Right, exactly. And uh, they were trying to intimidate each other and also just get the leg up on each other. So they were doing stuff like spying and um, other things, other forms of intimidation, uh, some psychological warfare, you might say. Um, they had a lot of propaganda campaigns going on back and forth. Um, and the Americans decided they wanted to take a different approach. In the late 1950s, the CIA launched an operation to drop hundreds of balloons over Soviet Union, over Soviet-controlled Europe. The balloons included propaganda and large condoms labeled medium. The idea was to shake the enemy's confidence by implying the Americans were well endowed. <laughs> <laughs> so they uh, thought that it would um devastate the dudes and um you know make make the ladies a little more curious on uh on those american dicks just straight trojan magnums just yeah dropping on everyone yeah they just like had garbage bags and they labeled them as condoms and just dropped them (laughs) (laughs) the hefty ones though yeah although there are some people that are saying that they didn't do it there's just um that it was just an idea but either way it is documented that it was an idea but i would prefer to say i was gonna say i refuse to believe people who say we did it yeah um i respect that if someone came up to me if i was gonna go in a fight with somebody and they just showed me a magnum condom i would i'd quit yeah and accept <laughs> Except defeat oh, and <laughs> become, other things become their bitch. <laughs> yeah, I'd hold the pocket for sure. <laughs> but yeah, um, super insane. That that was that was it. There yeah, was, I, had nothing, I love it. Yeah, it was it was not a not a really intense story, but. Yeah. Honestly, I think it's more important than dropping the nuclear bombs. Um, and there's there's also a tale that uh, Winston Churchill wanted to do the same thing in World War II. What did you say? I what? missed it. What did you say? 
it doesn't matter. It was just the fact that neither of us said anything. Completely just moved on. (laughs) Sorry, I clicked on another article, um, and it says that Winston Churchill had planned to pull a similar prank on Russia, on the Russians, Americans, or Germans during World War II. However, there's no evidence indicating that tactic was ever seriously considered by the British. (laughs) That was so demoralizing. (laughs) Just silence. I was gonna chime in, and then just looked at Jimmy's face and was like, "No." No, nope. <laughs> I, I just chalked it up. I was like, well, Sorry. for effort. Um, Todd hasn't given his thoughts on this. I I don't know that there's a, a thought to give other than it's an absolute power move. Yeah. Uh, it just like there, there's a certain, a certain brand of guy that just cannot deal with the fact that his dick may be average size. Uh, and that's completely acceptable. Mm-hmm. And making that type of guy feel like they have a small dick is like one of the best things that you can do in the world. So like just having a play like that, whoever, you know, it was a nerd that got picked on a lot mm-hmm. in school uh, that has a monster hog mm-hmm. that came up with this idea. Yeah. Was like, what do you okay, think he named it? Operation average size cock. <laughs> No, I meant what he named his hog. (laughs) When it's that big, when it's that big, you don't have to name it. It just no, you do. See, I'm the opposite. You don't name it unless it's big. I'm not gonna name name it. Average size penis. Here, here's what, here's what I'm gonna tell you, Jimmy. If your dick's that big, you don't name it. And I don't have a name for mine. (laughs) Here's what I'm gonna name you. When your dick's that big, you name it. I don't got a name for mine. Jimmy, what would you name yours? I don't know. I don't have one, so I haven't thought about it very much. <laughs> I have one. I don't have a big one. I should have. I should have put big in front of that. <laughs> I'd rather be known as small. <laughs> than no Ooh, Snortsky. Oh, Snortsky. Oh. So, yeah. Specify that real quick. Thanks, Jimmy. It's there. It's Thanks, for, Thanks for clearing that up. Yeah. Um, that was important. Yeah, I think it was called like Operation Like Rubber Drop. I think that would be a good name, like something. Wait, because that, that's what it was, or that's what it was. I think it was. Okay, I think it'd be something like that because they call them rubbers back then. I think like that's definitely prophylactics. Prophylactics. <laughs> Contraceptives. <laughs> Aaron, yeah. what would you name yours? I feel like this would be better if you had a monster hog. What would you name yours? Um, I, Jabba I would steal this. No, <laughs> God, no, no. Jabba the Hutt looks like a giant testicle, not a dick. It's the same. No, my merge. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy, I would like you to see a doctor tomorrow. <laughs> I feel like this is multiple episodes in a row in which we told Jimmy he needs to go to the doctor. <laughs> Um, the, the best name an ex-boyfriend had for his was Stanley named after the Stanley cup because there's only one like it. And I thought that was really good. Okay. Let me ask you this. Cause this is going to break Todd and I's disagreement. Big or small. Um, it was above average, but I've had bigger. Would you consider it a monster hog? No. All right. Okay. 
But it was the it was biggest big. you've like, had. I would be, was, I would be as a, more, as a, more than adequate. Than a woman, yeah, yes. more than, yeah, yeah. It, yeah it's it one that women would be satisfied with it. Okay, biggest one you had. Do they name it? No. God damn it! God damn it! <laughs> Fuck! I should have named mine years ago. But we weren't really dating, so I don't know if that would be. Never mind. We'll just move on. We don't have to talk about my sex life. <laughs> No, this is for an argument, Aaron. It's very important. <laughs> very, very important. I'll text you guys when I name mine tomorrow. Now that I know that I can. <laughs> the Todd. I'm I can't the Todd. wait for that text message. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be something based off Todd's life. <laughs> Colonel <Yeah>. Varney. <laughs> You're just doing that so that you don't feel so bad when your wife screams my name. Oh yeah. Of oh. <laughs> Why do you think it came off so quickly? I was like, "Yep, Todd." Your wife will never have sex with you again if you tell her that you've named your dick Colonel Varney. <laughs> or she'll have sex Lord. With Lord, Lord, Colonel Varney, Lord Colonel. Oh my God! <laughs> I'm gonna walk in the bedroom with a robe on, whip it off, and say, "Lord Colonel Varney's here." And I'll let you guys know how it goes. She's probably gonna, poorly. She's gonna call the cops. <laughs> yeah. She'll look in the closet. Most, like, I knew he was watching us. Mostly because you're not allowed in that bedroom. You know that. <laughs> I'll get trespassing in my own house. You get your ass back on the couch. Uh, all right. Speaking of dicks. <laughs> oh, my God. We're 53 minutes in with a little bit of a pause. Yeah. We it's like a like 15 minute pause. Then we have to cut out because yeah. somebody's computer froze. Well, don't blame uh, the computer. It's Jimmy's curse. <laughs> Yes, yeah, my curse. I'll blame that's Jimmy what, then. All that's right. what I do when I don't want to buy new things. I'm like I'm just cursed. I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> All right, let's move on to Dick of the Week. Um, who wants to go first? Uh, I will go first. Um, Jimmy, I'm gonna. This one probably hits a little close to home for you. Um, yeah, I didn't like the start of the agenda. Yeah. So, do you know uh, somebody when talking? Um, this was back in 2014. They were asked about the video of Ray Rice punching his fiance. Oh, Dana White. I already know. What you're and, and they said, there's <laughs> one thing you never bounce back hey. from, and that's putting your hands on a woman. Who said Dana that? White is not, not the person. No, I do not like Dana White. I like his fighters. Oh, okay. So he's not your hero. He just <laughs> uh, is the boss of all of your heroes. God. I'm so sorry. <laughs> do you watch the NFL? Nope. Do you like Roger Goodell? I've never watched. You watch baseball and you hate the commissioner. He's not the god. Anyways, uh, Dana White. You can't argue with what I just said. I'm right. I'm right. Dana White is more than just the commissioner of the UFC. There's no commissioner. Right. Because he's everything. He's the head of it. It isn't the head of the MLB homeboy that you always bitch about. Yeah, but he doesn't own it. Dana White doesn't own it either. Anyways, I'm right. He's he's your god. You love him. So Jimmy is right in this scenario. <laughs> Thank you. But Dana Dana White isn't voted into the position by the owners. And also, I've been very vocal there about how, no I, owners. how I hate these clowns. Oh, there are yeah, no I'm owners. Saying... So who's in charge? Him. Who makes money off? <laughs> no, of I'm saying UFC? there's no owners of teams. There's an owner of the industry, the company. Who owns there's the no company? like team owners? Who owns a company? I don't know. Whoever the fuck they sold it for for like $4 billion. I'll Google it. Do you need me to Google it? Yep. All right. I'm going to Google it right now. Uh, anyways, Dana White hit his wife. 
very publicly on New Year's Eve. Oh, Snortsky! Oh! It's not funny, it's just the delivery. Anyways. Anyways. Oh, Snortsky! One more. Oh, Snortsky! Oh! I think that's our first back to back. That was a lot. <laughs> I'm sorry. It was really funny, the delivery of that. Yeah. Well, like then... a 10 minute fight about this stupid ass point. And then, by the way, whatever, this dude beats my well, Let's go back to it. I'm right about that point. I, I agree with you. Yeah. Because you're trying to compare it to, like, well, I don't love Roger Goodell or whatever. Yeah. So why would like you think that I love been... Dana White? Right. Okay. I, I've no, also I agree. been very vocal about how much I don't like them. Jimmy has never said a bad word about Dana. Yeah. Cause he didn't hit his wife until right now. What do you want me to bitch? <laughs> so he was, about so him? he was your hero until he did something wrong. <laughs> no, it. I was indifferent about him. Gaslighting like, oh, Todd. Hey, I've liked UFC and now he hit his wife and now I dislike him. I don't know what you want me to say. I didn't dislike him before. Now he hit his wife. Okay. Did you, did you dislike Ray white Ray rice before he hit his wife? Yeah, I was vocal about that one too. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go find receipts. <laughs> All right, actually, no, you find receipts. Okay, okay. so is, is that your end of the dick of the week speech? Is that he just yep. beat his wife? All right. Yep. Oh, by the uh, way, uh, he is a shareholder of UFC. A shareholder. He's not the majority owner. <laughs> uh, Endeavor Group Holdings is. Zufa is. <laughs> okay. dick. But he still owns. Owns it, right? Do you call Aaron Rodgers the owner of the Bucks? If he said I'm an owner of the Bucks, yeah, because he is. Um, you are a piece of shit. No, Todd has a point is. there. <laughs> he not, he's not the majority. He okay, he's a my he is a minority owner. Of okay, the can he get fired for this? Yes, because he is who? a minority. By who? Other ninety five percent of the owners can vote him out, just like the you, just like the NFL can vote out Dan Snyder. That is true. Anything else, Todd? I, I feel like you guys are just arguing about nothing at this point. It's just like for the sake of arguing. Like yeah, now you're just arguing weeks. if he's an owner. Let us or not. have it. Let us have it, Aaron. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I see. I forgot that Dana White sold most of this company that he previously owned for four yeah, billion dollars. Yeah, he he's got money of it. Yeah, right now. Yeah. <laughs> no, he did previously own that. I was going to bring that up because I knew. Yeah. He, he that so he me. was. That, that's my fault. He was the owner. <laughs> then he made four billion dollars off of it. Yes. And remained a partial owner Correct. of it and the president. Battle Royale. Yeah, sounds about right there. But and not the majority you, owner, so I'm correct. And you still want to drink his bathwater? I never said majority <laughs> owner. When did Jimmy say that he would drink his bathwater? I, I was condoned implied. everything he did. It I was condoned. Uh, not condoned. No. Yeah, yeah, Jimmy, back up. Back yeah, up. what does condoned mean? Let me go back. That's that's the opposite of what condoned I want. Condoned means you support it. I've uncondoned everything he's done. He's done. Everything, including starting the UFC. Wow, no, that I appreciate it. He didn't start it. They you brought said it everything. In. You said everything. Oh my God. Anyways, anyways, moving on, moving on. All right, my dick of the week. <laughs> it's time. I'm going with <laughs> what crazy, I'm going with crazy uh, vaccination slash unvaccinated people. 
to turn this uh this Hamlin situation for the the Bills into a political argument of getting vaccinated or unva- or the unvaccinated people saying you shouldn't get vaccinated. I don't give a shit what you do, but this is not the time to all suddenly bring this into an argument saying this all happened because he got vaccinated. So it's just people deciding to be giant pieces of shit just because of, uh, I just, I don't know. Not the situation to bring politics mm-hmm. into. So all it the, isn't. I mean, w- without any information on what's happening. Yeah. Like it's just frustrating. Like, it's just not the time to be an asshole. Your political beliefs aside, like just don't right. Like, Nick. Let the guy like, recover. Nobody even fucking knows if he's vaccinated or not, and people are already like using this as a political argument. And it's just it's unnecessary. It's like the guy from the Jaguars who died, uh, Ucher Jaguars that died. U C H E. I don't know how to pronounce that. Uch. However, he does it, but he's a 38 year old offensive lineman that was on the team. He died of a heart attack. And he was very vocal about everyone should get vaccinated. So they're using that as like a, see, you shouldn't get vaccinated because this guy died of a heart attack. Right. Like, I mean, it's it's like really, um, really frustrating because um, a lot of athletes actually do die of heart problems. Um, if anybody did any fucking out, yeah. like took five seconds to research that, it's been a thing before the COVID vaccine. Um, I have a friend, Lindsay, who actually... Um, She's former Miss America contestant, and she advocated in Ohio to create something called Lindsay's Law, where coaches and gym teachers in high schools are trained to recognize heart issues in student athletes and gym um, students, I guess, because it is so many things can be undiagnosed heart problems because there's nothing that jumps out and it just happens because it happened to her. She was a ballerina and she collapsed and found out that she had a heart problem. So, I mean, like, it's a very common enough thing to the point that she's become, she was an advocate for that well before that, like the COVID well, vaccine. So like, here's the thing is before there was a COVID vaccine, there was a legitimate medical reason in which this happened. Since then, there is no such thing as a legitimate medical reason <laughs> that doesn't have anything to do uh, unless it's, unless it's vaccine related. Right. Yeah. Everyone knows. Pretty that. much. Pretty much. That's a good point. I didn't think of it like that. I take away my dick of the week. I don't have one. That's, that's the second time you've told me you don't have a dick in this episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not my finest episode. Um, my dick of the week is Vikings Twitter. It's absolutely unbelievable the excuses that have been flying around. I mean, it's... um. <clears throat> It's they're they're accusing the Packers of watering only the middle of the field um, because for some reason they think only the Vikings would be in the middle of the field, um, and just so many excuses like 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 there's they're assuming they're sabotage, but everybody in Wisconsin was like it like rained fucking overnight and also the ground is incredibly saturated because we had like a foot of snow a week and a half ago. Um, also, also same field for both teams. Like, right. it's not just like, sorry, they brought the wrong cleats. Right, right. Like that's, I don't know what you like. That's not cheating. That's your. Well, own it's the first time. Anyway. It's the first time they've ever played there. <laughs> no, 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 no. They had a whiteout last weekend. So, no, but it's right. the first time the Vikings have ever played at Lambeau. Yeah. Mm, true. Um, true, 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 true. 
the Vikings have not played an outdoor game since the middle of November. So they have not had any sort of winter weather game. So they're just using this as an excuse. And then I saw Vikings Twitter saying how convenient that the Packers have two home games to end the season. That was my back, favorite one. Back in 2019, the Vikings had ended the, the season with two home games. The Vikings actually, before this game, played four of their five games at home. Um, the last, like, yeah. So, like, what the fuck are they talking about? Um, absolutely insane. Uh, like, the whining, the bitching has been, I've never seen another fan base do this. Um, like people saying that Jair should get suspended or should have gotten um, a penalty for his taunt, a taunting penalty as if players haven't been mocking the fucking belt since Rogers started doing the belt on a sack or, or we're the first team to ever do the gritty to the Vikings. Right, like right, the fuck you on, dude. Right. Like a player celebrate a good play that, that fucking happens every goddamn game. And on top of that, Justin Jefferson whining about it, who, took off his helmet while on the field, which is a penalty, and striking an official in the back with his helmet, also a fucking penalty. Like, it's yep. insane the excuses that are coming out of Minnesota. It is fucking hilarious, but dicks of the week for for being sore-ass fucking losers. A team sitting at 12-4, and four, and they're whining about a loss to a 7-18. and 18. The worst part was just their, their captain they sent out for that game. Uh, Mr. Zadarius right. refusing to shake hands before the game and then being the first one to run into the tunnel right after the game too just kind of solidifies the whole fan base. Like he just embodies them of just whiny fucking babies. Absolutely pathetic. Yeah. yeah. It was, uh, I mean, that might be the most impactful thing he did in that game though was <laughs> not shake Amos's hand. Who ended up getting yeah. a pick. <laughs> so, yeah. Thanks, Z. He won't listen to this because he's got me blocked on Twitter. Um, he unblocked me. I was blocked and now I'm unblocked. Oh, I am for sure still blocked. <laughs> really? Um, yeah. I blocked him back though because that's what no. I do. If someone blocks me, I immediately block them back because no free peeks and my shit. You don't get to see it. You got to earn what that about, right. What about people that blocked me and Todd because of you? Do you block them too? Stepping twice. More than likely they've blocked me. So yes. <laughs> yeah. A good chunk of people that have blocked me are just I'm an innocent bystander. Just, they just I go to my that. I I have this really I'm a bystander. I have I have this gift of there pissing is. people off to the point that they go to my profile and look up all of my podcasts and block everybody associated with me. All I gotta say it, is I'll a, never drink again and mm -hmm. I can't wait to knock somebody out. So here we are. <laughs> Um. All right, let's move on to offensive and defensive players of the week. Um, offense. I'll go first since Todd kind of already talked about mine. That was um, like six hours ago. I know. Um, mine was ESPN. Uh, for the most part, uh, handling the uh Demar Hamlin situation. I thought they handled it really well. The only person that I didn't feel, and maybe it's because I fucking hate his guts, was Adam Schefter. Everything he felt, because I feel like he had no genuineness in his voice, felt very like, this is what I should say. But he just could not turn off his journalist voice. And it drives me fucking nuts. So I was like, I don't want to listen to him talk. But you had guys like Ryan Clark, like actually crying. And Lisa Salters, who I thought actually had the best um, take on the situation after the kind of after the broadcast ended and they had Scott Van Pelt talking to her. She put it in the 
best perspective um, talking about the players and what she saw and what everyone is kind of feeling. It was really therapeutic to listen to her. If you can find it, uh, a handful of people have posted the video of her talking about it. If you're feeling weird about what happened and I don't know, it helped me, but um, for they, the most part, ESPN did a really wonderful job. Yeah. When they first cut back to the studio with Lisa and Booger and Schefter, like Booger was doing a really good job at like mm-hmm. from a player standpoint and all mm-hmm. Schefter was doing. <sighs> yeah. It's just, it's like, just like overacting. It he, felt. Yeah. Fake. It was like, he, it wasn't, it was like, wow, I should, I should be upset about this. And the way that I can do that without interrupting him is to breathe heavily into my microphone to let people know I'm here. Right. Right. I felt bad for Booger though, because they kept like, even after he's like, I just don't, I, I, like you could tell it was really hard for him to like answer these questions and like even saying like I just don't really have much to say and then like a follow-up question after that and I was just like maybe go to Adam then like just like give him a second like it because it is different for him yeah and, but like you said he handled that really well um I think that's the only time I've ever said anything positive about him but he's um he handled that situation really really well yeah agreed but can um, move on since we've already talked about that quite a bit. Um, who wants to go next? I'll jump in. Uh, I'm going to go with Blaine Gabbert. I don't know if you guys saw this, but last week, uh, him and his brothers were hanging out, messing around in the water down in Tampa and saw a helicopter crash into the water. And him and his brothers jumped on the jet skis and went out and saved the people that were in the helicopter yeah and like got them back to the land and the firefighters and paramedics showed up and everybody was okay like if they knew anything they would know not to pull them on a jet ski because it could have broken bones but whatever well a broken bone in that situation is probably better than dying in the neck back speak for yourself okay be dead then it probably but, note been. to self i will never attempt to help jimmy if he's in a dire would you have tom because i he might break his neck apparently he would rather just be dead <laughs> yes i would it's not apparently i'm telling you right now i'd much rather be dead yes i feel i could break an ankle and i'd much rather be dead that's not giving me much i would much rather be dead than be in this conversation with you <laughs> oh snortsky oh you guys are so mean to each other. <laughs> you guys are so mean to each other. What mean things have I said to Todd? Zero. You're right. I was trying to. Yeah. I thought I could come up with something, but I couldn't. You, you talking to me is fairly mean. I've asked you. No, that. I just don't answer his calls when he calls me anymore because I'm like, do I want to get yelled at right now? No. Um. Anyways, <laughs> let's move on. Jimmy. Yes. Let me. I know what I'm doing. I am going with it's Jamal Williams. Jamal Williams. <laughs> uh, it's not on my computer anymore. I don't have access. Um, you have access. I don't because I'm on a different computer. So leave me alone. I do have access, but I just didn't bring it up. Uh, I'm going with Jamal Williams. He his first time in his career, six yards away from having a thousand yards uh, rushing, and he's. I think now one touchdown away from tying uh, Barry Sanders. So in an ideal world, he'll obviously break that record. That's pretty much a guarantee. Uh, 
get two touchdowns but still lose and it's a win-win-win for everyone except for the lions (laughs) everyone i care about (laughs) fair enough (laughs) uh let's move on to defensive player of the week um mine is kind of on the same topic as my offensive so i'm gonna go first Um, mine is chris jericho the wwe fighter um and it's kind of hilarious. He donated $5,000 to um, Namar Hamlin's charity, misspelled his name. So he donated $5,000 more with the correct spelling of his name. I respect it so much. You it. know it was an accident, but he can't undo it. He has since edited it because you can edit like the name because you can make it public oh, okay. or private. But immediately it was in it's donations are within three minutes of each other someone took a screenshot and it's c-h-r-u-s jericho (laughs) three minutes later chris (laughs) and i just i mean it's a great it just made me laugh that imagine having that kind of money that you're like here's five thousand dollars fuck i fucked this up i'm gonna spend five thousand more just because i spelled my name wrong (laughs) um so yeah that just kind of made me laugh but also very nice of him to do um yeah I'm so jealous he has that money. (laughs) If I make a mistake, I'm like, well, there it is. (laughs) Sorry, guys. (laughs) Jummy Christensen. (laughs) What a donation. (laughs) Honestly, knowing me, he'd probably be like Jizzy Christensen or something. (laughs) He's got to fucking roll with it. Jummy. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why, but that makes me uncomfy. Like, I just, I get this feeling of this image of a texture and it just is not a pleasant texture. It's, it's jummy is like what's in a diaper at the end of the day. Like if you just walk around Disney World in a diaper all day, jummy is what's in there. Every time I change Winston's diapers, I say, hey, you had a real jummy today. <laughs> I'm going to look up Urban Dictionary and see if jummy is already a word. If not... <laughs> It is now. <laughs> for you. Let's see. Oh, it is. Oh God, I don't want to know what it is. Maybe Todd's right, and it literally is like inside of a baby's diaper. I've got. There's a lot of things in here. Oh no, I I wasn't talking about a baby's diaper, Jimmy. <laughs> oh, an adult diaper. A grown man walking around Disney World all day. Oh, so my diaper. Okay. Um. There's a couple of random ones, like a combination of a jerk and a dummy. Um, oh, clever. <laughs> my favorite is a guy who ejaculates four to five times a day exclusively to hentai porn on VR. Also known as a Jimmy. <laughs> um, an Asian man on a jet ski. Is this a racial slur that we're using? <laughs> but he's on a jet really ski, like so that. it's not a bad thing. No, it's a, it's like a top of the Asian food food chain. Originates from the depths of inbred Scotland, deprived ICT technician with a tendency to spread his bodily fluids anywhere and everywhere possible. Mm-hmm. Jesus, all oh, pretty accurate, I right know. Yeah. Um. Read it. <laughs> Read it. Jummy cummy. Jummy Cummy is when a Jewish man unleashes his yummy cummy. Easy, Kanye. Say it, Todd. Yummy cummies in your mouth or in any hole that he licks out. 
I don't want you to say it so bad. Say what? I don't know what he's talking about. No, I can't say that one. New segment. Read Aaron, Aaron, Aaron <laughs> we give Aaron words to look up on Urban Dictionary. <laughs> Read it. Um, no. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> where were Defense we? Defensive player we of the week. <laughs> yeah, Defensive player of the week. Um, I'll go first. Yeah. Well, I already went, but. Yeah, so you can go oh, second. Ginger's already? <laughs> Chris <Yes>. Jericho. <laughs> That's how we got on the jummy Coming no. conversation. We got to wrap this up so Jimmy can go change his jummy. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Todd, you go. I can't find the agenda. I don't know where my person is. JJ right. Watt. I'm going to go. JJ Watt retired. Congratulations. Great career. Todd, go. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> Some heartfelt. He beat his wife. <laughs> <laughs> this episode's so long. I don't got to talk about fucking JJ Watt for a while. Great job, dude. We talked about Jummy for an hour. <laughs> yeah, that's important. No one needs to talk about fucking JJ Watt anymore. Well, I'm glad you put him on the agenda then, Dick. I couldn't think of anybody else. <laughs> it was a throwaway. I clearly had no problem uh, coming up with anybody else and just landed the obvious one here. Did not have to dive into the world of darts, but I did. Uh, Michael Smith yeah, landed an incredible nine dart finish and claimed the world championship glory for the first time uh, going up against Michael Van Gerwen on Tuesday night. Uh, I'm guessing we, this was last week. Uh, what's I don't, the nine dart finish? Yeah, I don't. Did you guys? <laughs> did you guys see this? Yes. No, of course not. It starts. It was everywhere, Jimmy. It was absolutely electric. Yeah. Okay, so what is the nine dart finish? Took him nine darts. To you land. want me to look at? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can you give Jimmy the Urban Dictionary definition? What do you mean nine darts? So like he just he threw, threw nine, nine darts, darts and won the fucking game, Jimmy. He he hit the exact thing he was trying for on every dart and went out. Nine bullseyes? No, because in five hundred one, you can make more points hitting triple twenties, but you have to double nine out triple twenties. So he got all the way down and hit a triple 12 the dude in front of that was going missed the double 12 to go out and then he came in hit a triple 20 a triple 19 and a double 12 to go out in nine darts yeah that's a good explanation um sadly nine dart finish is not on here they suggest the edgar finish interested what is is this oh the highest checkout shot in darts, a 170, is known as the Edgar finish after darts superstar Matthew Edgar beat two-time world champion Gary Anderson with this finish. So it was related. Hmm. Um, there's also dildo darts that they suggested. I know I, all about that. You don't got to tell me. I have an idea, but why don't you explain it? A game of precision and pleasure involving dildos. One player yep. pulls down their Dax. Dax. Yeah, it's it's not a dartboard. It's just different buttholes. <laughs> and the opposing player or enjoyer <laughs> hurls the dildo dart aiming for a bullseye right in the sphinx. The butthole. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You never played? Mm-hmm. I'm always the bullseye. <laughs> because we know you don't have it. You just play by yourself, though. <laughs> Yeah, I have like one of those tennis ball machines, but instead of just fucking <laughs> dildos at me. 
And I catch them all. Don't you worry. Oh, Snortsky. Oh. The image of that, like you like running with your pants down. <laughs> yeah, I'm actively <laughs> trying to catch them. Yeah. <laughs> right in the cheeks, man. No big deal. This is so graphic. They're all lubed up, so they go pretty fast. Think of it like a softball pitching machine. Like you get like you get like ten seconds to like regroup before the next one comes. (laughs) They don't they don't come, Aaron. (laughs) Load boost is a supplement for men's sexual health that, among other things, increases semen volume, orgasm intensity, and ejaculation power. And I'm ad libbing until I get this up. Ad-libbing would require you actually saying shit. Nope, I just said I was ad-libbing. <laughs> Instead of just <laughs> saying <laughs> you were ad-libbing. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Premium blend. Active ingredients. Pygium, salt, palmetto, zinc, and other supporting nutrients. It's helping. You can jerk a lot and just kiss everyone. It's fine. That's what I'm trying to say. I can't do it. <laughs> no, you can't do this one. You can't. <laughs> oh, I was gonna do it. <laughs> no, not not the way it needs to be done, Aaron. You can try Load Boost today, risk-free, by going to loadboost.com and using promo code off topic to get 10% off your first order. Oh, nailed it. I hope I should get a massage or ejaculate. So great job. <laughs> well, if you're Deshaun Watson. <laughs> it's both. <cool. laughs> Consent, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, all right. Let's get into our random sit segment. Speaking of Deshaun Watson. <laughs> <laughs> He's our random shit bag of the week. Just kidding. It's not random. He's a shit bag every week. Um, and um, Todd came up with this idea. Or was I not supposed to say that? No, I'm pretty confident in this one. This one's a good one. Yeah, I'll take um, that. Since we had a bunch of bowl games uh, this past weekend, um, the past week and a half, really, we decided that we would make our own bowl matchups and create the names for the bowls um, to match those matchups. So I said we decided, but Todd did. This is his idea. So, if you hate it, blame him. So, Todd, since it was yours, you want to go first? Uh, what the fuck? Yeah, I don't know what this moron is doing. Oh, my God. <laughs> Did he just turn on the radio? Turn my pants, that fucking surround sound downstairs. Uh, I was trying, I was trying, Jimmy's I was, been Jimmy's been laying on his stomach on the floor, kicking his legs behind him like a cool girl with a crush. I cramped up and I had to roll away because I was doing this like both both ones to like one side. I thought it'd be funny and separate them. Fucking cramped up. I had a roll. I turned on the radio. It really scared me. It sounded like a monster truck commercial. Yeah, I did not like that. <laughs> I'm I, so confused. I, I, origi- I originally thought that Todd had hit the, <laughs> the 
so did I. And then I realized. I yeah. And I realized it was right next to me in like three different speakers. Oh, that was oh pretty my funny. God, my fucking hamstring and the. Oh, God. You're a mess. Um, I'll go first. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll start off with the two that I used uh, in our chat here as an example. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first one, uh, the Bears and the Texans in the Kohler Toilet Bowl. Yeah. Uh, both of them this week. I hope the Browns win or the Bears win so bad. Just one, because beating the Vikings would be hilarious. Two, they don't want to win. Mm-hmm. And this would knock them down to like four or five in the draft. Versus uh, two, yeah. Yeah, which would be great. Um, and then the other one is the Browns versus themselves in the hefty garbage bag bowl. Uh, <laughs> anytime it feels like the Browns might be moving in the right direction, they absolutely shit all over themselves, and it's incredible. So yeah, I feel like that would be a good bowl matchup. I had a similar one written down. Um, I had the Browns and the Steelers. Um, QBs have to be Deshaun Watson and Ben Roethlisberger, and it's going to be the Dan Dan Snyder shitty human bowl. Oh, that would be a um, good one. Yeah, so he would definitely sponsor that. Um, Jimmy, anything? Of course. Um, I just I did. Uh, I did. First, I did two people, so now I got to think of their teams. I did Ravens. You did them? God damn. Without a dick? <laughs> With his dildo machine. <laughs> like the guy from Game of Thrones. Um, there's multiple of them, so never mind. Uh, I did Patriots versus Ravens, mainly for Aaron Hernandez and um, Ray Lewis. And I didn't have a clever name, so I just did the Murderers Bowl. Top murderer wins. That's it. Yep. I like well, that. Well, Aaron Hernandez is. No, I'm back from the grave, though. It's oh, a imaginary okay. world. Oh, love, love it. it. Cool. Um, One game that we've just mentioned that's actually happening this weekend uh, Vikings versus Bears could be the Little Brother Bowl sponsored by Big Brothers, Big Sisters of Green Bay. <laughs> I like that's it. A good one. I like it. Um, I've got the Browns and the Giants, um, two of OBJ's. Uh, former teams and i have it um the poop bowl sponsored sponsored by quilted northern because he likes to poop on women allegedly (laughs) uh i did jets versus buccaneers uh the cougar bowl because zach wilson loves cougars and tom brady is now a cougar so sure (laughs) men can be cougars i don't think they can i think it's women sure you're sexist <laughs> okay you want me to look up an urban dictionary <laughs> I prefer you don't because i came with that on the spot because i did not prepare uh i'm gonna go the cowboys versus the 1994 cowboys in the jerry world bowl just because you know jerry would do anything to get troy and the boys back out there tossing the old pigskin around in his new stadium uh, and what better way for him to just make all of the money than to have both teams in his bowl, his own team. That's fair. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have anything. Let me think. Oh, damn it. You took my answer. <laughs> <laughs> the, Vikings could, the Vikings could also play in the I don't have anything bowl. 
That's a good one. <laughs> so go the Browns. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go with um Aaron Rod. Well, the the Packers and we'll just say the Patriots, but it has to be with Josh Gordon on the team um, and Aaron Rodgers, and it'll be in the um, Herbal Bowl. <laughs> the Herbal Bowl. Herbal. The, the Herbal. The Plant <laughs> Medicine Bowl. The Weevil's really good. The Plant Medicine Bowl? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Sponsored by, um, I don't know, Scott's soil <laughs> yeah sure. nailed it no i was, I I was, gonna say, I I was, was very prepared <laughs> <laughs> sponsored by the backwoods uh i'm gonna go cards versus jags in the pile of wet toilet paper in a public bathroom bowl <laughs> I, I just feel like those teams just perfectly anytime I'm watching either of you them. You just play, said Doug Peterson for coach of the year. I don't this is just an all time thing, Jimmy. And I also just because I think he might be coach of the year doesn't mean that that is an organization that's exempt from just being anytime I watch either of those teams, I feel I get the same feeling when I see them on TV as I do when I open a public bathroom stall door and you just see a big wet glob of fucking toilet paper and you're like, Ugh, Jimmy's been here. (laughs) No, I use wet wipes. So you're wrong. (laughs) That was just mean. Um, I've got uh, the Rams versus the Vikings. So you've got Aaron Donald and Justin Jefferson at the um, swing ho bowl. Um, Sponsored by the, I don't know, Brain Institute of the world. <laughs> I like that you bring sponsors in. It's my favorite part. Todd did, and it was a really good one. The Boys and Girls Club of Green Bay was funny. Uh, Jets yeah, versus Giants in the New Jersey Waste Management Bowl. <laughs> That's the best one. That's that the is. Best one. Uh, I still don't have any. I've been listening to you guys. <laughs> Um, uh, we'll go with <laughs> never mind. No, say it. the best. Um, another another brain institute sponsor would be the dolphins versus themselves. Um, but you know, yeah. sponsored by the brain institute. I don't know. They they'd find a way to fuck that up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yep. <laughs> the last one I have is Commanders versus anyone that wants to play them. And the Dan Snyder paid for this bowl to try and keep us relevant, and no one else <laughs> will have us. Mm. <laughs> um, let's see what 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 bowl would Russell Wilson be in? The future mm. bowl. I don't know, but it's sponsored by Uber. Let's ride. <laughs> I feel like you have to do future in something. Him against future in a bowl. They're just going to. Or future plays at halftime. There you go. Um, anything else? No, I, that's, I, that was a solid five minutes worth of work. I put into that. So. Wow. That's more work than you've ever put into an episode. I know. Thank you. Yeah. Um, anything else? 
I just said no. Okay. Um, well, we're well over on time. Um, I was supposed to have a serotonin of the week, but I can't find it. Um, the world's not a happy place. That's fine. Oh, well, no, this wasn't serotonin. It was just depression. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, Aaron Jones in coming into Green Bay, if you've not seen the video of him going into the stadium on Sunday in his sombrero, in his Green Bay Packer overalls, he is joined by little Aaron Jones, his son. Um, is it his son? No, just a random kid. It's his little brother from uh, Big Brother, Big Sister, Green Bay. <laughs> no, it is his son. I wasn't sure if it was his daughter um, because they're both just in overalls. Um, and I can't see the face of the kid. Very well, now I can. Up. It's definitely good. But um, his son, also in a sombrero, also in the overalls. It's fucking adorable. Um, the Packers posted it. It's super sweet. Um, Aaron Jones is just a pure human being. So, is that your first or second favorite picture of a Packers running back from last week? What was it the was first a video, AJ Dillon. Yeah, if Dillon you know, if you know, you know. Pretty much, yeah. That's with the his, first. It's... With his nameless monster hog, <laughs> just flopping around in them sweats. <laughs> yeah. Tis gray sweatpants season, ladies. <laughs> I'm, I'm about to Google his he, dick he real quick. Hey, Jimmy, you're in a group chat with a bunch of people that we talked about this. Uh, at yeah. So thanks for being a part of that. Yeah. A happy hour one? I muted that. I'm so sorry, guys. But there's a lot of messages. Jeez, <laughs> you didn't even have to say that. <laughs> I muted it, too, too, but much. I go back and read it. And I don't. Because nope. I'm not a dick. I am. I I read the first, the last message and then I respond and then I, you know what? Out. Jimmy might be proof that you do name large dicks. <laughs> what noise just came out of your mouth? <laughs> Not sure. I just don't have a response. I like that's fine. There's a lot of messages. I hate reading. I'm not going back. <laughs> Um, you just didn't have to say that to everybody. I'm not gonna <laughs> I lie. Like I muted the communication in, with you guys. In Jimmy's defense, <laughs> if if he, I I know for a fact, if he opens his phone to a conversation, it does not matter how many messages are there. If it's not yeah. in the immediate screen, he is not going to see it. Yes, yes. I I won't scroll. Yeah, I I do believe that. I do believe that. But I hate um, reading. yeah, AJ Dillon posted the photo, so go find it. Um. As Sam pointed out, it looks like he's got an elephant in his pants. What's the name of it? A AJ Dillon. No, the penis. Oh. What would you name? Dumbo. Mm, That's a good one. Yeah. I wouldn't name another man's penis. That's not for me to do. (laughs) No, not anything. It just that's I don't want to overstep. I typed in AJ Dillon penis and a couple accounts that are blocked for what you got to do it from your work computer. Uh, it's on my <laughs> personal phone, which is even Just better. Just go look at AJ Dillon's pictures. Instagram or Twitter? Twitter. All right. Continue with the end of the episode. Uh, yeah. Well, just, that was the end of the episode. We're pretty much I know done. The, where to find us. Oh, Jimmy, where can we find you? <laughs> 
<laughs> you know where to find me, AJ. Or I <laughs> say AJ underscore Jimmy underscore. It ain't AJ Dillon's pants. <laughs> where is this? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that is definitely a penis. Doctor <laughs> <Lost your> Jimmy <laughs> knows his penises. <laughs> it looks like it's like curled over though. Like it's no penis bulge out like that unless it's like he's in motion. A, Things are I'm flopping not, around. Unless it's a monster hog, you wouldn't I know anything about how those things handle. <laughs> I need a side angle to see how far it protrudes before I name it a monster. Significant, significant. I don't, I don't, have, a, I don't have a side angle, so I'm you not can tell judge. by the shadows. You got to look at the shadow on the ground. Anyways, you can find me at the Todd B uh, every Wednesday. At Lombardi's Bar, 7 o'clock Central, over on the Game on Wisconsin YouTube channel with Jimmy's Dumbass and our buddy Dan Kotnick. And you can find me on Twitter at H-E-R-O-O-I-N-E. You can find me on Thursdays with Sam and Monty doing Last Call Lambo. And you can find me on Saturdays doing watching stuff. Uh, switching off between Star Wars and the MCU. So, um, on that note, any more dick talk or can we fucking end this shit? Please. All right. Still looking at it. <laughs> <laughs>